And we are live on a Tuesday night, late June, <laughs> all in on high school sports. Jennifer Valenti. Good evening. Kurt Valenti. How's everybody tonight? How are you? I'm well. Yourself? I am fantastic. I got a little pep in my step today. Why is that? Why is that? Because the Brooklyn Nets are eliminated. <laughs> the, the fraud Brooklyn Nets are eliminated. We'll get into that tomorrow night. But I am happy. I am fired up. What we got on the show tonight? We have another jam-packed show with great guests this evening. Uh, first, we will welcome St. Peter's Prep football player Nico Duarte to the show, and he will be followed by the Mars Catholic softball program. We have uh, Coach Nick DiGennaro, and he'll be joined by some of his players, the um, recent non-public B state championship Mars Catholic softball team. First time in 35 years. Yep, since so they're fired up. We're going to talk a little kicking. Uh, hopefully... Uh, Mr. Ricky Krautman's watching tonight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had Ricky on uh, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, we see it from a coach and a teaching perspective. But now tonight we're going to get our first Fire. kicker, yep. our first kicker on our show. And uh, you know, we're going to ask him a couple questions because, you know, like when they talk about the kickers, it's, listen, pressure and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're going to find out what's in the uh, the mind of a, a high kicker. school kicker. Yeah. At a, at, a, at a dominant high school. Yeah, so, very competitive. You know, yeah. very competitive school. So we're excited for that. And again, uh, again, anybody have any comments, please feel free to comment throughout the show. Um, and just a reminder, we usually say it at the end of the evening, but if you know a player, a coach, or a program you would like to see featured, our goal is to give the notoriety to as many athletes and programs as possible. So please either drop us a comment Go to our social media, contact us. We'd love to uh, love to get as many players as possible. And before we get Nico in, um, again, we have a lot of stuff in the works, but um, we're planning for our first, very shortly, soon, our first high school game day experience. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're going to decide where, and uh, we'll talk to some coaches, and we're definitely looking forward to that. And, uh, hey, we like to hit up a lot of high schools. So, uh, but it will be shortly. It will be shortly. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, should I let Nico in? Absolutely. All right, let me get Nico to join us here. There he is. Hey, Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, no thank you for joining Thanks us. For joining us. Our let me, pleasure. Let me give uh, our audience a little brief introduction. Uh, we are joined by Nico Duarte, a rising junior at St. Peter's Prep. He is a varsity football kicker. Last year, his team went 4-2 and two in a highly competitive United Red Division of the SFC. So welcome. So nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, no. And uh, listen, we're fired up. By the way, you are our first kicker to be live on our show. I don't count our guy, Ricky Krautman, because he was a kicker. But, uh, current kicker. He was the current kicker. kicker. So you are our first kicker, and we appreciate, again, you coming on. Um, so I guess I'll start this off. Um, you know, St. Peter's, obviously, a fantastic program. In all sports, we've had a couple baseball players on, but a football-dominant program. Um, so two-part question. What made you look into St. Peter's, and why did you – you know, at the last, you know, at, you know, why was your decision to go to St. Peter's? And if you could talk about the St. Peter's culture a little bit. Um, I built, I always wanted to go to St. Peter's even as a little kid and have a, this thing called the HAP program. And when I attended that, the HAP program, I really like just fell in love with the school and 
I love their like competitiveness and their education is also great. But the football team is just it's it's none other. And you know that kind of leads into my question a little bit, Nico. Um, you know, you are part of a you know very competitive and you know, with a strong football tradition, right? So you go in knowing that you're going to make a, a commitment to to that sport. And I know that you are very committed. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about um, your off season training. I noticed that you know obviously you train with uh, Ricky Krautman. That's a kicker specific training. But I also noticed that you work at work out at Fast New Jersey, who we had on the show. And and uh, you've been invited to a lot of different type of uh, underclassmen invitationals. So could you speak to all of that for us and let us know what you're doing? Yeah. Well, um, uh, after freshman year, I really realized that kicking was going to be my thing and I had to work with it. So I hit up Ricky Krautman and we got to work um, fast. I've been working out with fast since I was like seven years old. So i've been with them a long time it definitely helped me to get stronger faster but i needed that uh i needed ricky to get the um those techniques and stuff because that's what mostly kicking is about it doesn't matter really how strong or fast you are it depends on like if you have everything you need and the right techniques that's going to help you to make your kicks and be consistent and i gotta tell you i mean it's not like that not just that we know and we had him on but obviously ricky is and was maybe the best kicker New Jersey has ever seen and definitely one of them uh, would, you know, went on have a college career and the fast guys were coach Johnson and coach Marshall. And I mean, when I was at St. Mary's, you know, they were coaches, uh, you know, coaches with me and just to, you know, to know what they did with the St. Mary's program and then like Lynnhurst and everybody else. And uh, so, you know, you, you, training with the best. you're training with the yeah. best, man. You know, you, you got, you got, you know, uh, your great backing behind you. It seems, it seems like Nico, that your hard work is kind of already paying off. Will you be attending the, uh, I saw it was the NKR underclassmen battle at the beach, which is in Mississippi. Then you have another underclassmen invitational in Texas. Will you be going to those? Um, those are definitely an option. I'm not sure uh, which one yet, but I'm definitely probably going to go to one of them. I, I do need more exposure, and I feel like that will help me get more exposure. Um, yeah, those guys, they're good at recruiting, and they, they'll help me get to the next level, even if it's just getting the film out there or anything. Yeah, I mean, that would be a great experience. That, that's great for you to be recognized already. So are you are you kind of in a college, like looking in a college recruitment process or a little bit? Yeah. Different? Yeah, I'm in contact with some coaches, and uh, well, kicking though it's a little bit different. So they usually recruit like after junior year, okay. because that's when they're mostly does. So that's why next year I'm gonna go to a lot of college camps and stuff like that. But it's good to have the connections already, just so when you get there, they know who you are and everything. So. I think I'm doing well with that. Yeah, that's, and again, awesome. that's, that's a testament to your hard work. And again, just the um, you know recognition of being recognized by those things is great. So congratulations. Um, Nico, real quick, I'm gonna, we're going to go off script. Uh, this is something I wanted to add. But uh, obviously you were coached by the legendary Coach Hanson at St. Peter's. He has retired. Is That, that is correct, right? He did retire. Yeah. And now his son, I believe, right, it took over the program? Yeah. Uh, so what would you, what, how would you, what would you say real quick about you know being under a legend? Because he is, he's a New Jersey legend, state titles, you know, league titles, everything. Um, how was it? Would you know? How would you? What would you say it was? You know, kicking under a legendary coach in New Jersey. Well, um, he's definitely a great coach, and he's even a better person. Um, I love Coach Hanson. I love his son too. But just I had a great bond with Coach Hanson senior, so. It's going to be tough missing him, but at least he, he gave me a nice opportunity. I'm thankful for him. I'm thankful for a lot of stuff that he has done for me so far. 
Do you see a lot of um, similarities between the two? Yeah, I do see a lot of similarities. Uh, I just feel like Coach Hansen is um, was more like traditional, and now Coach um, his son, Coach Hansen Jr., is more about like the technical stuff of it. So I think that's going to be good for us in both ways. Awesome. Um, I'll, I'll get another question for you, and this is you know I'm very interested to again get it from a kicker perspective. Is what's the mentality of a kicker? Um, you know, it's like they always say, it's like. Like in the NFL, you know, you can be the loneliest person on the field, you know, like do you, you know, you get to the icing, the kicker part, you get to where you don't want to be bothered late in a game, like people coming up to you. Do you like being on your own? And, you know, because the, the, the game can come down to, to one kick and you're not sure, you know, are they going to score? Is it going to be a field goal? Are they going to go for two? So it's not like, you know, you don't know, you never know when you're going to get called upon. So what would you say is the mentality of a high school kicker, especially at a, you know, great program that you're in? My mentality is you always have to be ready for whatever's going to happen because you always have to think that you're going to have that next kick and you have to make that next kick because you never know when it's going to be exactly. So you can't time it. There's no timing to it. It just, you always have to be ready no matter what, because we could get a pick six, like it's happened before. We've got a pick six and then I have to go in right away to make an extra point after I just made one after we scored a field. I mean, I scored a touchdown. So yeah, you always have to be ready. And about the lonely part, I say I'd rather like stay by myself and just think about the kick. And I don't really have like like to have people in my ear and stuff like that until after. Like if I made a mistake, they'd be in my ear, like uh, correcting me. But besides that, I'd rather stay myself. And you know what? I I always like considered you know as a coach and you know just watching you know high school and college. I'm sorry, high school, college, and of course NFL. It's like you gotta have that like forget mentality because. You miss a kick, hey, it's just like a quarterback. You know, you throw an interception, like they always say, you throw an interception, you better be able to come right back and bounce back because you're going to be throwing the ball again. You're going to be kicking again after you miss a kick. So, you know, how does how does that, like, go through your mind throughout a game? Is it is it something that's easy to do? Or it's not as easy as saying, just forget about what just happened because I got to be ready, you know, eight plays from now to, to you know, get another kick. Yeah, it's definitely not easy, but it's something that you, like, learn over time. And I'm still getting better with it, but I think I'm starting to get a lot more better than when I started. And it's that, like, because it even happened this year. Like, I missed, like, the first extra point, and then I'm just like, wow, all right. Now I got to really focus up and hit this next one. And then Coach Hansen gave me an opportunity in the St. Joe's game after I missed my first extra point to hit a field goal. So it's just opportunities like that. You just have to keep getting with yours. And if you have an opportunity, you have to take it and try to do your best, but hopefully your best is what works. Definitely requires a lot of mental toughness for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nico, going into the 2021 season, right? It's just around the corner now. I'm sure you guys have already started preparing. Um, What are your goals, both personally and as a team? As a team, there's always that one goal we have in mind is to make MetLife and win. Just like my freshman year, that was a great experience. Um, for my goals this year, I, I want to make um, all state, and I want to start. I want to at least get an offer this year. Nice, awesome. Nice. We have a co- uh, a comment from one of our listeners, Kenny Kirkpatrick, co-host of the K and K. He said, "Does Nico have a preference? Kick uh, a preference on kicking surfaces, grass or turf, or it doesn't matter." Uh, I definitely do have a, a preference of turf. But I think that's just because, like, that's all we play on in our conference, in our home field, their practice field, everything is turf. So I'm just used to it. I don't think it really makes that much of a difference because last year I used the block, so that doesn't really matter. But 
it's wherever turf is usually more it's okay. easier to surf. i i have a follow-up question for that depending on the surface would you change your footwear uh no i don't think i would change my footwear i might maybe i would uh like if let's first say it was grass there's like different blocks that you can use i'd probably go to a higher block just so there's no there's no thing but yeah all right, and then see, I got one, and again, obviously, you guys are, you know, you guys are playing uh, one of the best schedules, or if not the best schedule, you know, in in the country. You know, you guys, you know, Joe's and Bosco and Bergen, and now you got to face them in playoff games and stuff like that. So, you know, all these games, you know, a lot of high school games aren't. They're not going to come down to, you know, a field, especially a field goal. On a lot of, you know, a lot of schools don't really have legit kickers. So it's going to be like, I'm not going to kick a field goal. Like, I'm going to have to go for it on fourth and eight because we don't have a legit kicker. You guys in your league, you do. You know, you are a legit kicker. You you know, you guys down two, you're, you're probably going to kick a field goal to go win the game. So what is that big game feeling, you know, like where it's like you're playing St. Joe's, you're playing Don Bosco, you're playing Bergen Catholic. You know, can you explain a little of like what's like going through your mind? And like you're saying, throughout that whole game, because, you know, it, it could come down. There's three seconds left. They're going to run in Nico. Let's go. Let's go win it. And it's going to be like, you know, it's on you to win that game. And that's a lot of, you know, it's pressure. It's a, it's a big game feeling. So what's going through your mind in games like that? Well, when we know that we have a big game like that, we all, we're always preparing. And I think that's what helps the most during practice. Make the, For me, at least, they make, like, game-like situations where people are running in, making noises. And it just, like, the more you practice it, the more you're going to feel confident and comfortable. And it's just when, they get, when it's your shot, you got to go get it. And, like – I feel it's it's like a, the best feeling when something like that does your, go your way and it's like you you beat a team or you make a big kick that you put your team up. It just – it's a great feeling, especially playing our rival schools. Uh, and one more uh, – by the way, Coach Cislano saying hello. So hello, Mr. Sis. Hello, Mr. Sis. Um, would you say – and again, we're not going to throw the number out because we don't want to give secrets out, but is there like a magic like yard line where you're – you know, you're like – I feel very comfortable or, and again, we don't want to throw that number out. We don't want to give the number yeah, to anyone yeah. listening, but is there like a number line where you have, there, is, like, there has to be a number. There has to be a number you have in your head because you need, you need to be confident in it. And your coach needs to be confident in it too, because if that kick does come up and you're not confident in that kick, they're just going to go, they're just going to try to go for it because it's not worth it. If you're not confident, you're not going to make the kick. Nico, did you, were you always a kicker in football or were you playing another position first and then you kind of developed into the kicker? Um, well, I, I always kicked, but that wasn't always my main position. Like I played all over. I played, um, actually I played both sides of the ball, but I just, I just stuck with kicking because I felt that gave me the best opportunity and it's been working out. Nice. And my last question for you is you are, you know, you mentioned it yourself when you said why you chose St. Peter's Prep, obviously the athletics, but also the academics, you know. So what's your advice to like an incoming freshman student athlete about how to be successful at St. Peter's Prep in both sports and academics? Uh, the most important thing is you just have to try your hardest in everything you do. You have to try hardest in school because you need good grades to play and they don't let you play without good grades. And you just have to work your tail off just to be the best in your position in your class and everything, just so you can get a chance because that's what you need. Awesome. Great uh, advice. Yeah, two things. Uh, again, two, two real two things. And again, why, uh, you know, I think you're set up for the future because we just mentioned how it's, you know, 
Peter's Joe's, Peter's Bosco, Pete Bergen. I mean, you're going to get crowds. And I don't mean like there's, you know, 100 people in the crowd. You know, you're going to get thousands of people in the crowd, you know. So going forward, you get to that next level. I mean, you guys, you know, you do see like a big crowd and like an environment where it's going to like resemble what's going to be on the next level. So I think on that sense, like, you know, I think a lot of a lot of kids at smaller schools, they might not they might be like, oh, my God, like there's this many people in the stands where you guys probably see that every week, you know, yeah. so it's going to help you. But my, my last question for you too is what advice would you give um, a kid who sixth, seventh, eighth grader who says, I want to be a, a high school kicker and like stick to be like a legit high school kicker. What's some advice you would give? I would say that you should definitely find a coach like I did because it does help a lot. You just need to keep training and also do, it does help stronger and just keep doing it over and over and over again because that's the only thing that's going to get you better. There's nothing. There's not one thing you could do. You just got to keep practicing at the same thing over and over again. Nice. Our next segment, Nico, we want to do with you is called Rapid Fire. So we're going to ask you some uh, quicker questions, uh, a little more, hopefully a little more fun. <laughs> All right, number one, what was the biggest kick you've ever made so far in your career? Well, the biggest kick I made so far was against St. Joe's. That's the second kick I made to uh, second field goal I made to put us in the lead. Nice. And uh, as we've been saying, you guys play an ultra competitive schedule. But who would you say your biggest rival is? Our biggest rival, as of now, would probably be Bergen Catholic. Okay. Uh, you're obviously a Carney kid, but you obviously go to St. Peter's. So, real quick. If you could give us in either, it doesn't have to be both. It could either be in Kearney or near anywhere near St. Peter's, the best pizza place and the best dessert place, ice cream place, something like that. Um, best pizza place around here in Brown Kearney would probably be Pizza Land. Best uh, ice cream place, I would say Carvel. Okay. Nice. We're Carvel fans. Um, so your, what is your favorite part of being part of the St. Peter's Prep football program? Um, I love the culture, and I love that we win a lot. Nice, very nice. And my last one, who's your favorite NFL football team? The Giants. Okay. How, how about NFL, favorite NFL player? Uh, probably Saquon. All right. And then I'm right, I'm on the third one. Do you have a favorite kicker in the NFL? Um, I like the guy. I like the um, Specs guy from the Colts. Okay, Blankenship. Blankenship. Yeah, I like. I just like that he has a style and it's cool. Okay, makes him noticeable. All right, and our last one for you is is a quick one. If you had to choose Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas, I would go with Nike, but my school's Adidas, so. <laughs> Got to rock these. Wait, wait, we got a bonus question. We got a bonus question from Kenny. Are you a soccer fan? I'm not really a soccer fan, but just like I used to play because from Carney, it's like it's like what they're known for. So I was just brought up into soccer, and then I just got sick of it. Well, he's he's just asking. I don't know if you can answer it. He wants to know who who do you think is going to win the European Cup? Any pick on that? France. Okay, you're going France. He's going England. So I would go with you with France. 
Nico, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. We can't wait to continue to watch you for these next two seasons. And uh, we hope that, you know, the goals you set, your personal ones and team ones this season, definitely come to fruition. And we definitely would love to follow up with you again come season time. Absolutely. You, uh, you of course, some St. Peter's football. And, uh, again, you know, you're doing an awesome job. Keep it up, man. And, uh, you know, you got a bright future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. It was a pleasure. Have a good night. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we're our first. There's history, our first uh, <laughs> kicker on the show. Oh, you know what we forgot to mention last week? That it was the anniversary of our first uh, year of, uh, like, one yeah. full year of our Remember who it was? I do remember who it was. Name? It was Ryan Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman. Our first guest. But no, Nico was, Nico was great. And, uh, again, just, you know, while we're waiting to get Morris Catholic in, the because again we've seen it you know when we were at Ramapo and Wayne Hills and we talk about Ricky Crowman where you know games on the line and state championships are on the line that you know these kickers are put under you know big time pressure oh, of course. so of uh course. you know he's doing an unbelievable job he's got two more years left with a great program new head coach but uh you know you we'll know, definitely follow Nico he's uh what you love to see is that you know he uh how committed and doing all that extra work. And again, it really oh, yeah. is already paying off in huge dividends for him. So I hope he has continued success. And just like you're saying, like on. a specialty with kicking, it's just not like, okay, I want to be a high school kicker. I'm going to kick on my own. You definitely got to go and do, right, right. like you're saying, like he's doing the fast and he's going with Rick, uh, Krautman and stuff like that. But also so. to have a sophomore varsity season at that high level of play under his belt, all of those things to develop that mental oh, yeah. toughness. You know, he has to be, thrown into those situations to develop and he's already gotten a taste of it you yep. know so he's uh he's really off to a a, a good start for his career it's just so nice to see you know we love seeing uh the hard work and it pay off for those kids so i hope he keeps it up of course okay what we're gonna do is we'll take a quick um a commercial break by one of our sponsors and you will bring in the uh, non-public b state, state uh state, state softball champs all right we will be right got done uh, doing flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get the spot, some spotting for my wife, but uh, it's all good. I want to say thank you to gym guys, specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna, uh, for helping me out over the last three months get to this point. Um, if you're considering personal trainers, gym guys is the way to go. Um, they are awesome. Welcome back. We have joining us now the Morris Catholic softball team. We are joined by head coach Nick DiGennaro, and he is joined by four of his players, Gianna Foreman, Danielle Berlin, Alexandra Eckerson, and Haley Sobieski. How did I do on everybody's name pronunciation? That's my first question, okay? <laughs> All right, good. That's, that's the first thing out of the way. Um, coach, allow me to give the audience a brief breakdown of um, – 
what you guys have done this season. So Coach DiGennaro joins us with over 20 years of coaching experience at multiple sports at the high school level. He's been at the helm of Mars Catholic since 2018, so this was his fourth season, where they were 27-3 and overall, ranked number 10 in the NJ.com top, top 20, an 11-1 and conference record in the NJAC Liberty Division, Morris County Tournament Champions with a 2-1 victory over Whippany Park, non-public B state champions with a 2-0 win over St. Joseph Hamilton, which propelled them into the Tournament of Champions. So, Coach, girls, congratulations, and uh, and welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you. And just one small correction. We we beat Roxbury 2-1 in the Morris County Tournament. Oh, Finals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They were, we did have a big 2-1 win over Whippany Park to, to really put us in the lead. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you for uh... – <laughs> Roxbury is a great – I want to make sure they get credit. You oh, know? thank like, you. Thank you. My, my apologies. Coach, you're joined tonight by four of your uh, players. Would you mind introducing them to our audience so you can tell us about the impact that they had uh, on your program this year and the that led to your success? Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to kind of go in the order that I'm thinking of them because uh, the way I have it set up right now, I don't see them. But uh, first is, uh, is Danielle Berlin. Danielle is a left fielder. Um, she's a junior. This is her first year as a starter for us. The, all four of them lettered as, as freshmen two years ago. Obviously, last year we didn't have a season. Um, a, we have uh, Gianna Foreman, who's our uh, third baseman. You have Haley Sobieski, who plays both third base and first base, but played a lot of first base for us in the last, uh, in, at least in the second half of the season. And Alex Eckerson, who's our second baseman. Um, these kids were the first uh, group that I can say that Coach uh, Gina, Foreman, Gina Lazaro and myself um, helped to bring in. Uh, you know, the previous class of, of kids were already there by the time we were hired. So this is our, you know, we saw those kids all the way through. This is the first class that we really got to, you know, um, uh, wine and dine and, and, you know, show them why Morris Catholic is a special place and why they're special young ladies and they should be there with us and everything. So um, their impact has been has been huge. Uh, it even goes back to our, our class of 2020 that unfortunately didn't get to play as seniors and the, and the groundwork that they set being really the first class that was uh, mostly club softball players and and that's predominantly what we've had since then. Uh, these young ladies really uh, got both ends of the of it, you know, having the freshman year getting thrown into the fire and then you know making it to the sectional finals and losing to uh, Immaculate Conception at uh, Montclair State. And, uh, you know, we were 9 and 17 that year. And then to uh, work their butts off, they've, they've really done a great job. Our, our, our three graduating seniors were tremendous, but these guys um, did a fantastic job, too. Uh, last year, when our season got canceled, we still met once a week to do hitting online. Um, and these kids all showed up all the way through Memorial Day weekend. We, we went through Memorial Day weekend, and then that was uh, – and then we called it, you know, called it there. But when the season was over, they were still showing up once a week to work together. We knew we had something real special there, and uh, and these four kids are really emblematic of that in many ways, especially in their their approach to the game, their toughness, their grittiness, um, and their willingness to just do whatever it takes to to get better and win. Nice, very nice, awesome. Again, Coach, uh, congratulations and girls. Uh, thank you guys for all coming on. I mean, unbelievable. Twenty-seven and three, Morris County champs, non-public B state champs, first time thirty-five years, I believe it was, Coach. Right, nineteen eighty-six. 35 yeah, I was, years. I was riding a bicycle. I was riding a bicycle last time they won. I'm 51. <laughs> I, I, you know, someone said that to me after the game, and I, and I laughed. That was the first thing popped in my head. Yes, the first time Morris County tournament champions in school history, too. Awesome. Um, 
you know, so it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a wonderful, wonderful year. And uh, you, when you have great kids, you can accomplish great things. And, and that's what's great. I think about the schools that attracts young ladies like these four here that, that get it. And they know that it takes hard work and discipline and being dedicated to working together. And they, they've all done a fantastic job. And that's it. You know, I mean, you actually just ran right into my first question and you're saying, I was going to ask you to talk a little bit about the season and your accomplishments, but I mean, 27 and three, you know, did you guys, did you know right out of the gate that like this was a special team like early on in the season or even going into the season coach? I think I knew coming into the year the talent that we have, um, because I've got I've gotten to see them play uh, every girl on the team. I've gotten to see them play club ball. So even when they hadn't played for Morris Catholic yet, I've seen them play. Um, and uh, I knew we had a special group of talented kids. The question was, how was it all going to come together? You know, we were going to be so inexperienced. We started uh, four. We started four juniors who had who. Um, had experience playing at the varsity level. We started four sophomores, never played a high school game. We started a freshman, never played a high school game. So how fast were we all going to come together? And was the chemistry going to be there? You know, I, I've been fortunate enough to, to coach in, in wrestling and in, and in football and have success with as an assistant coach with great coaches. Um, but I've seen in all three sports sometimes where the talent wasn't enough. You know, you, you didn't have that chemistry or you had rivalry, you had divides among the team, and it, it distracted from, from – uh, from what you were. And I think the big thing for us is they're all coming from such different backgrounds and different places. That you, it's not like when I was in the public school coaching and you had those in-town rivalries that existed. It, these kids don't come there with that. So it's great. Um, I would say for me, I knew we were really good early on, but I knew we didn't play the toughest part of our schedule yet. Um, it was the loss at Whippany Park. We were both 8-0. We lose the 2-1 game, really game that we just it was the first time we looked like we hadn't been in that situation, that we just looked inexperienced in some ways. And yet it was a 2-1 game. And uh, we knew we were right there. And I think that's when I, I talked to them after that game. I was really, really excited. It was the most excited I've ever been after a loss, honestly. <laughs> I don't take losing well. Um, but I was excited for them because I knew that Whitney Park was a very experienced team. And they were at the top of basically about what they were going to be. And we knew that we had more room for growth. And that's what we talked about after that game. And I knew that these kids and the look in their face and determination that they had, that we were going to be, we were going to be a much better team as the season went on. And every time we threw something in front of them, a roadblock, a, you know, a tough game, a, a, a turnaround. I think the, the other time was the, uh, the win over Mount St. Dominic. We win the county tournament on Monday night on a walk-off. And we have to come back and go to Mount St. Dominic, uh, have a quick warm-up because we get there late, and it's the next day. It's a four o'clock game, probably four fifteen, four twenty by the time we started. And they just turned it right around and jumped right on Mount St. Dominic right away. And Carly came in and Carly pitched that game, and she just had she threw a gem after Hannah had thrown the gem, a gem the night before. And uh, and we just we started we hit really really well. And I think that's when I knew that day. Like I knew we could be something special, and that's when I knew we were on our way to being something special. When they awesome. when they I've seen so many teams lose that game as a trap game you win the county championship the night before like the next day is always got to be a letdown um and he just told these kids like they knew that they knew the kids from mount st dominic a lot of them play club together and they knew that it was a big game for the program and for the team and they really just raised their level of play and that's when i knew at that point that there was there was nothing to stop us Awesome. This is for the girls, and uh, Jen, you'll give, give the order of what they are. <laughs> but uh, like Coach said, you know, I'm, I'm listening. To win a state championship is unbelievable, you know. And you get a lot of teams that, all right, you know, we won one last year. We're going to win another one. Win another one. But like Coach was saying, first time as a county champ in school history, and 35 times 
uh, 35 years now to win that uh, elusive state championship. So I want to ask all of you guys individually, what does it mean to be on that team, uh, not just to win a state championship, but to be, a, you know, to win a state championship in the first time in 35 years for your school? We'll go again. I'm going to do what Coach did, the order you guys appear on my screen. We'll go Gianna, then Haley, then Alex, and then Danny. Pressure's on, Gianna. You're first. <laughs> it was super-duper special. Like, one of the best feelings I've ever had. And, like, I just had, like, all my teammates. I knew everyone had each other's back. And, like, we're going to be there for each other no matter if we won or lost. So it was just, like, a really great feeling to, like, celebrate. Nice. Yeah, I think it was a feeling that many of us, like, never felt before. And everyone coming together and playing together as like one and a family. We knew we all had each other's backs, no matter if we were winning or if we lost the game. We were all one, and we were going to be a family. We all kind of grew up together, so working hard and getting to the point we were this season was pretty cool to like accomplish it together as a team. Yeah, it definitely brought us together as a team. Like Haley said, we're all a family. So winning something that special really brought us all together. Very nice. Coach, as we mentioned earlier, you've been at the helm now for four years, right? You have your first two seasons. You, know, you go 21 and 31, I believe, and then you have the pandemic, you know, and now this this year where you go 27 and 3. You, you've alluded to it a little bit already in what you've talked about, but what would you really attribute that turnaround to? The great case. Um, that we were able to get the right kids in. You know, I love, I love, I love, by the way, my, from my, my greatest experiences, sporting experiences in my life, non-coaching or playing, at playing, I didn't have many accomplishments. So <laughs> it's not that hard, but it was the, was the Miracle on a hockey team. And so, you know, I remember sitting in, my, sitting in my, my living room on the couch, watching a game and watching them play. And then, you know, loved the movie Miracle. And, you know, and, and Herb Brooks, and this is what he was all about, was it's not about, it's not about the best players, it's about the right players. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the school is such an attractive um, thing for them because of what we offer academically, but also as a community. It's so different. I've only ever known public school. I've never only gone to public school. I teach in a public school. I've never been to a private school before. Um, and my first experience there, the first day I was there to interview for the job, and I just saw how different it was and how special it was. I know I want to be a part of that. And I think one of these kids that comes in realizes that too, that this is a really special place that helps to build them up. It builds a family atmosphere. Like you truly are a part of the Morris Catholic family when you're there. Um, and that I think attracts the right people and it is about the right ones. I mean, these kids, each one of them has a quality that they bring to the team. Um, even the kids who, who weren't starters, there were some kids that, that don't get any notoriety, but they were spiritual leaders on our bench or they were just the kids that made you laugh or made you, hey, you know what? It's okay to sing. It's okay to dance. It's okay to have some fun and, and to stand up for each other and to just keep working. And, um, you know, you have a great, great group of kids and they, they bought into working together. They realized that. And I think, like Alex said, that really they've grown up together. I know that Gianna and, and uh, Alex have played together for a while and Danny played you know with them too and then now we play and i know alex and, and Haley play on the same club team so you know they're around each other so much um we, we're really going one way or the other so, <laughs> you know like, you know we we're either going to be super successful or we were going to achieve because of you know victims. but they they got it and they've all worked so hard and i think that's the biggest thing is, is having the right kids 
and having the right school and right atmosphere to, to, to put that together. You can't just do that just anywhere. Nice. So girls, my next question is for you guys. Now you are, you know, the rising seniors, right? You're the experienced ones on the squad, right? This was a, a year, like you said again, Ali. Even when you said growing up together, I was even think like throughout the season, you guys probably like grew up in, in a in a player's standpoint. So um, I have two questions. Uh, Gianna and Alex, I'm going to ask you guys the first one. Uh, what are your goals for next season? And what are you guys already doing to prepare? Um, we accomplished a lot this season, but I'm pretty sure all our heads are focused on winning the Tournament of Champions <laughs> here, since we didn't get to do that this year. But definitely putting in the hard work we've been putting in the past couple of seasons and just continuing our winning. Like Alex said, like we want to win the Tournament of Champions, do what we haven't done, but also do what we did do when counties, league, and um, states. So we need to all work together. And I know all of us play clubs, so we've been working hard in club season two. Nice. Rolling right into it. Very nice. And uh, Haley and Danny, my next question for you guys is, what lessons did you learn this year that will help you guys be leaders on next year's team? Um, we've actually learned a couple lessons, especially like being a teammate, where it's not just you. There's a lot of other girls behind you that are right there to pick you up. And so next year we can teach that to the incoming freshmen and be even more of a family. Just like what Danny said, that no matter like your success in the sport or as a team, you always have each other's backs and you should be able to count on one another and trust one another. So like with young incoming freshmen, they should like we should like build trust with them and have like, a good relationship with them. Very nice. And coach, we'll hit you pretty much on the same question. Uh, you guys obviously have a lot of returners coming back next year. What do you think these, you know, the girls and the team needs to do to, you know, repeat as county champs, get back to the league, win another state section? And we're saying it's a lot because you guys did accomplish a lot and do what the girls are saying, you know, win the TOC next year. What do you got? What do you think? Or what do you, you know, what do you know that, you know, you guys as a team have to have to do? Well, we, 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 there are some things we did late in the season. We really did a lot of hard work on and we got better at, but not where we need to be. Um, and we, and they, and they know what that is. And each girl will get a, between now and the next couple of weeks, we'll get like a postseason meeting and probably might have to be online because we're not in school anymore. Um, and talk about what we need to do to continue to improve. I know I had a, that conversation with a few girls um, already and I get to see some in club, uh, working with a club organization that some of them play in. Um, and so, that's big for me it's the growth just continue to get better i think everything else takes care of itself like i don't think you you can say oh well you need to do this and you automatically do it i think you need to get better all the way around we all do and the growth that this class has shown since they were freshmen has been tremendous i mean uh they they really did and how much all four of them improved it was remarkable all four of them are all league players this year well, congratulations. so you know goal is always I'm going to be honest, I'm ultra competitive. I want to win every time we take the field. If there's a scoreboard, I want to win. And they do too. But I think the biggest thing for us has just been um, to really push them to be better and to show them that we've got their backs too. I'm confident in what they're going to do. You can make a mistake and we're going to grow from it. Uh, but to continue that, to continue that and continue moving forward is the biggest thing. I mean, obviously you want to be, I know the number one thing these girls wanted at the end was we wanted to be on the field with Donovan Catholic to see where we measure with them. And we came up just a little bit short. Um, 
you know, we didn't get a single break in that game with Livingston, but Livingston is a great team and Jason Daly is a great coach. And uh, they outplayed us that day. They deserve the victory. And I know that each one of them, it burns inside of them uh, to, to get to that next step next year. And I know, it's, I think for us, it's just to foster the ability for them to do that. I don't have to give them the drive. They have it. So, you know, to help them to be successful with it um, is the biggest thing and stay confident. And I think, uh, next year we're going to have to get used to having a target on our back. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a big thing. I, I, I was really fortunate. I got to coach with some, with, um, kid wrestling and coach John Gill, who was my coach. And, you know, we won eight group championships when I was an assistant coach there. And it was, it was a different story after we won a state championship and you got everybody's best shot. And we've already talked, like we were already talking to the team down at the TOC, like Clayton, we want to get a game with Clayton. We want to get games with Hillsboro. We want to get games with Livingston. We want to get games with IHA again and Donovan Catholic. We'd love to, you know, to, we're going to find a way to make some of those things happen to make ourselves better. So they know I'm going to throw the biggest possible roadblocks I can <laughs> in front of them, the biggest challenges that they're going to have. But I know that they're not afraid to step on the field with anybody anymore. And I, and that was a big turn in the program too. I think we, there was even a little bit early in the year where we looked at some other teams and we had the wide eyes and, and not anymore. Now they got that look of determination that like, okay, we know who you are. We respect who you are. We respect what you've accomplished, but we're in here to take a win today. And we've, we've grown to that. We just got to keep, keep going in that direction too. Awesome. Our, uh, our next little segment that we end with, we call it a rapid fire. So we have some more quick based questions that everybody will answer. So should I pick an order for sure, us Sure, yeah. You pick the order right, and I'll so, start it. Um, I won't put you on the spot again, Gianna. You went first last time. So gonna... <laughs> I'll go Haley, Alex, Gianna, Danny, and then Coach. You'll wrap it up if that's all right on the rapid fire. All right. Now, this is one of my favorite rapid fire questions, but I'm going to be honest. I can't ask this to a lot of a lot of people because I only ask this one to when a teams win a championship. Um, so I would like you guys to reenact as best as you can right now, one by one. What was your reaction when you got the third out and you beat? And I'm sorry. And yeah, when you get the when you got the third out, and you guys finally won the non-public B state championship game. Uh, I was speechless, to be honest. I didn't know what to do. Like it was a shocker, and that we all made it that far and worked together. Nice. Well, I was kind of just screaming, jumping up and down, <laughs> all over the place. Um, I remember running in to hug the pitcher and the catcher. I know Haley was like right behind me. I was all the way out, out in left field, so I had a long run. I was like, <laughs> I, I would say for me, the biggest thing was I always score the phone game on my phone. So I like, I wanted to get the last thing in because the last time we beat IC, everybody's like, well, you, we were following online and we didn't know how it ended because you didn't put in the last the last hit in the run. And I was like, all right, wait, let me get this in first because I noticed <laughs> I remember the moment I got that in, I just uh, hugged the assistant coaches, uh, Gina Lazaro and Justin Serino. And I just I just felt like this huge, just, I, I'd self, you just this sense of satisfaction for all of us because we've all been there from the beginning. Um, and it really was just like this huge, I don't even, I can't even explain it. It's nice. Something you'll always remember. No, That's yeah. awesome. Um, all right. My question is, my first rapid fire is throughout the whole season, if you could pick like one personal play, like if it was a hit or an out you made, like what was your biggest play of the season, you think? 
And coach, yours could be like a play call when we get to you. <laughs> um, mine's either we played IHA and I had a double play off a bunt or hitting home runs. Nice. Um, mine was when I hit a walk off against Sparta in the eighth inning. Uh, awesome. <laughs> mine probably my double against IC to put us up three one. Um, it was just really good feeling. Um, mine was when I saw 28 pitches in one game. So. Nice. Um, I, I'd have to say in the uh, sectional, in the sectional finals, uh, they had one of their toughest hitters up at the plate. And uh, as coaches, we always come and discuss like, like, hey, what pitch should we go here? But both Gina and Jess know I have no patience. So that I have to have the answer within two seconds. <laughs> and I just said, I just said, it was a 3-2 count. I said, I'm throwing the change up because Hannah was pitching. I'm like, we're throwing the change up. And they're like, you should do the rise ball. She do this. And she threw the change up and it floated in and it was a, you know, frozen and it was a called strike three. It was the first time I was right all year. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, coach, that was a good time to be right, coach. <laughs> they, were right, they were right all year and I was always wrong. So this one was nice. So personal and for the team because like we just, you know, that moment we just got a kid out who I know is one of the best hitters in New Jersey. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Okay, my second one in the Morris Catholic area, anywhere near Morris Catholic, what would be? What would you guys say is the best ice cream place, and what would you order if you're going there? Denville Dairy and Cookie Dough. <laughs> um, I don't think this is like close to Denville, but my personal favorite is Cliffs. No, and I get no, toffee. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, definitely Denzel Berry, and I probably get soft served vanilla. Um, Denzel Dairy and cookies and cream. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go Dover Dairy because I'm the only one here that's going to go Dover Dairy. But Dover <laughs> Dairy, and they have the creamsicle soft serve when they have that in the summertime. That's definitely it. I have to say, I lived in Denville for many years, and Denville. I was wondering if Denville Dairy was going to be the pop, but I haven't been there now in like what? Oh, well, we got to make years? we got to make a visit. I haven't lived there, so I can't remember we what to go. order. But we keep saying we're going to go soon, so that's totally got me thinking we're going sooner rather than later. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, my next question for you guys is: name your biggest fan. Uh, personally, yeah. Uh, who's your biggest parents. fan? Yeah. Oh, nice. My parents. Um, probably my little brother. Aww. He's always game, so. Nice. Probably my parents, too. My parents. Uh, without a doubt, my wife. The fact that she puts up with my schedule. <laughs> she calls it Nick's got SBB, softball brain. You know, I'm laser focused on this, and I could walk past like a, the sun could be on fire. And, and we <laughs> And, uh, and she, she's there, you know, and before Morris Catholic, I, you know, we had a little upheaval in the coaching, you know, world for me, at least for my life. And, uh, she's always had my back and she's always been there. And that's why, uh, on my phone right now, I have a picture of me hugging her after the Morris County tournament finals. It, it, I thought it just symbolized everything that she's always been for me. Very nice. Awesome. Uh, okay. My last one is who is your favorite baseball or softball player of all time? Derek Jeter. Um, Brett Gardner, John Carlos Stanton. I don't know. After watching the World Series, it might be Odyssey Alexander. 
I'm going to cheat. I'm going to give you one of each. Don Mattingly for baseball, and um, and probably you know the the one that is um, oh darn now it's now of course I'm freezing up on her name there. Uh, she was a, she was definitely the greatest uh, the greatest softball player I ever saw. And, and you know darn it, I can't think of her name right now. It's just slipping out of my slipping out of my brain right here. So I guess I got so, I'm off a softball brain I guess now. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Fernandez. There you go. go. There you go. There you go. All right. My last one is kind of like the yearbook superlative. So I've got a couple. We're going to go around. My first one is of just the four of you on the panel, right? You have to pick someone. So who is, who would win? You'll each answer. Who would win best dressed? Alex. (laughs) Um, Danny. Alex. You know what stinks? I never get to see them in school. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking that. I'm like, you probably only see them in practice in game clothes, right? Yeah, we, literally, we literally, like, our banquet was a very casual thing. You know, we didn't, nobody dressed up. We did it very, very casually. So I, I can't even vote. So I'll go with the, the majority and say Alex. <laughs> All right. And the next one is best dancer. Danny. 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 Come on, there you go. <laughs> Danny pick yourself. That's all I need. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. And my last one is who would be most likely to get a million followers on TikTok or YouTube? Danny. Diana. Danny. Alex. <laughs> Not me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, Coach Girls. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Congratulations on all your success. We wish you continued success as you prepare this summer and into next season. And, of course, you know, we'll keep in touch, and we'd love to have you guys back on. And I'm just going to sound smart. If somebody says to me, 2022 softball, I'm just Morris Catholic. I mean, come on. (laughs) They're going to win it all. I mean, they're going for the whole, you know, what is it, the Grand Slam? What is it when you win four, Coach? What is that called? I, like, I, I think we'll go for that. I think we'll call it Grand, Grand Slam. Slam. I mean, that, you guys you know, be the first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, Triple Crown, Grand Slam. Make yeah. it the Grand Slam. Has anybody ever done – well, obviously, someone has done that probably in the past, right, Coach? I've done it. Well, every, you figure, I'm sure – Whoever yeah, wins it has Catholic, to do it. Don Catholic won the Shore Conference. I don't think they do a county. They do a Shore Conference. Oh, okay. So they won that, and I know they won. Yeah, you won their league. Oh, so yeah, they technically won. we can probably only give it. them one, right? We can't yeah, give them conference and county. No, so. you can't. <laughs> We're gonna say hopefully you guys can be the first. Hopefully you guys sure. do it next year. <laughs> well, I hope so. And you know, thank you so much for uh, everything you know that you do for high school athletics. It's it's great. I think it's an awesome show that you guys have. I you know after you reached out to us and went back and watched you watched uh, some shows. You had one of my idols, Darren White, on. You know, oh, I have nice. so much respect for what that man did at, at the little Saddle Brook and glad yep. to see him have success at Ramapo. He's a great coach and uh but thank you for everything that you do for high school athletics and thank you for having us on. No, we would like again we'd love to have you guys on next year again. Absolutely. Definitely. Good luck and thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you guys. Oh coach guys one more question. Yeah. Are you guys getting real quick, are you got are the girls gonna be getting anything? Are you guys gonna get rings or anything? You know, we haven't actually had that discussion yet, but we I did hand out some ring packets to uh, our booster club president, vice president, and treasurer. Just, you know, you might want to look through. Um, 
I, I have one from football and it, it's, it's really, really um, special. Do I ever wear it? Almost never, but you know, I have it and, uh, and sometimes take it with me on trips just for good luck. And uh, I, I, you know, again, what they want, I'm sure clothing will be involved too. I think we'll have a lot of stuff and I know I'll be spending a lot of money. I was going to say, coach, you guys want a lot. So get a lot, girl. Hey, hoodies, <laughs> rings, get it all. But no, Absolutely. seriously. Congratulations, guys. I mean, you guys had an unbelievable season. And uh, again, we'll be getting back, you know, with you guys next year. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Okay, so. Well, I hope they do get it. I We've had this discussion, and I don't know if this is, I always thought this was the norm. You know, I was fortunate enough to win two state championships in high school, but we also won the conference and the county. For We got something different for every single thing. For the counties, we got watches. For um, winning the section, we got jackets. And then um, we got rings for winning the group. So, like, we got something different for, yeah. for all of See, those and you things. Know, the little thing, the different, obviously, with football is you're only having one. Right. You know, like yeah, for a league, yeah. you really maybe you'll get, you know, a sweatshirt or you really don't get much to win the league. Obviously, there's no county tournaments. Right. So right. now it's like a state tournament. That's really associated with the rings. Now, the thing when you talk about counties, it's very, very, very hard to, you know, you know, like we're saying, a Bergen County tournament, you know, you have 60 teams like Rob Neely saying entering a team right, right. tournament. So, you know, very rarely. And a lot of times it might be they won the county tournament. But they lost in a state tournament, so you're not even winning that. Like you're saying you had four or three or four, you know, you're probably going to get one in a guy sport. Right, so right. it's a little different. Um, so let's do this. We got Mr. Kirkpatrick's take, uh, Kenny's rank five. Rank five. And um, again, he's on the ball. You know, he, he understood we had Morris Catholic the tonight. He so he's on the theme. theme. Love it. And he wants um, our top five. I don't know if he means this year. So. I'm not going to just go this year. I'm going to go with what I know. Mm -hmm. He wants the top five all-girls school softball programs. I, I was only able to come up with four. Um, I'm just not sure who else is an all-girls program. Um, some of the ones I'm not – I'm just not well-versed enough in that. I have a feeling the ones I'm going to say are going to be on your list as well. Should I rattle them off and you say if you have it? How's sure. that? All right. I've got Mount St. Dominic. Do you have it? Yeah, yep. Okay, you I were going to say if you had it. Okay. Yep. Uh, I have IHA. I do. Uh, I have IC, of course. Okay. Um, I didn't um, have them. How could I not have them? I but I do. <laughs> they and, would be on my list. Okay, yeah. And then I had uh, Mars Catholic. Yes, I would put Mars Catholic up there now, too. Um, you know, a couple other schools... You know, I don't want to go down. I mean, obviously, we can see Dominic Catholic. I'm not even sure, honestly, if Dominic Catholic's all. I know. I wasn't sure about Girl, St. The... Joe's of Hamilton, who I don't believe they've won a state title, but they have been in. They've been kind of the best team down south, but they are a uh, guy. They're, yeah. they're co-ed. Yeah. Um, you know, in the past, I'm going to throw a couple other schools out there. Um, Paramus Catholic. They've been a little down. But aren't they co-ed also? Oh, I'm sorry. They are co-ed. That's yeah. right. They're co-ed. Holy yeah. Angels, possibly. Okay. Um, St. Mary's is co-ed. Queen of Peace. So there's really not I know, many. I the all-girls thing that was, like, I know, um, you know, Villa Walsh is an all-girls school right. in Morris County. But Eastern I, Christian, I, I believe, when they were, I they, believe they are co-ed. They are as strong, um, you know, as some of these other programs, these programs. So that's why I wouldn't, I, that was the only other all-girls school I could really kind of think of. By the way, Coach Breslin's living up the life. What's up, Jenny and Kurt? <laughs> Rings are great. 
Relationships are even better. Just getting back from the beach. Oh, nice. I hope you had a good day down there, Coach. That's Kenny's awesome. saying Holy or, Angels or... back in the day for sure. Okay. Yeah, they, right, again, they have, they've yeah. been a little... Um, again, and DePaul's another great one, but again, DePaul's co-ed. a co-ed school. Yeah. So. Now, oh, Kenny, wait, it's a tough sorry. question. We can't put Morris Catholic in there. What am I thinking? They're co-ed also. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so really. I know we just had them on, and I'm thinking like uh, Morris that's Catholic, right. but so of really, course they're co-ed. IHA, yeah. the Mount, yep. and IC. IC is all girls, right? I believe they yeah. are. Okay. Yeah. So those are the three. Coach Breslin saying it was raining, unfortunately, but got uh, to see my daughter. Oh, well, nice. then you, you hit go. the sunshine, yeah. Coach Breslin. <laughs> then you hit the sunshine. Um, by the way, a little breaking news. Carson Shear, ticket time, our guy, is probably doing cartwheels because his Detroit Pistons uh, got the number one pick. Wow. So Cade Cunningham will be going to Detroit. Yep. Um, nice. Congratulations, Carson. <laughs> we'll talk about him tomorrow. Um but no, Kenny, that was a great question. He's saying yeah. thank you, Coach Breslin. Uh, I just want to got a question for Coach Breslin. What is he going to have for dinner tomorrow night when he watches his Nets in the Eastern Conference? Oh, I'm sorry. The Nets got beat. I'm sorry about that. Coach, I'm very happy, Coach, tonight. I am happy. I got pep in my step. I am ready for tomorrow. I don't know who I'm going to call out, but I'm calling everybody out because I am happy that somebody is eliminated. Coach Breslin saying, wow, congratulations, Carson. And um, that's it. Great show tonight. Yes, thank you to Nico uh, Duarte from St. Peter's Prep, our first guest. And, of course, thank you to Coach DeGenero and his players for joining us as well. Great guests, as always. I got, I got some breaking news here for you. I'm going to get in touch with Nico. When it gets closer to football or before football, we're going to put you on a football field, and we're going to see if you can kick an extra point Ooh. and slash field goal. I like it. I That's like what we're going to do. I like it. You know, I'll even give I'll you – I'm going to be honest. I'll give you 10 minutes to work with him just to say, do okay. this, do that, do that. Okay. And you're going to get – you ready? You're going to get three kicks, and you have to make two out of three. Well, we'll, we'll work on the parameters. Oh. But I'm game. I'll do that. Kenny's saying coaches our guest tomorrow. Don't I'm not scaring him away. <laughs> I want all net fans tomorrow, baby. Bring them on. All right. All right. Thank you to everyone. Great for show. Watching. Again, thank you, Nico. Thank you, Morris Catholic. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.